When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. What is up, Joe? What's going on, man? Nothing. Happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you and all the all the dads out there just doing the best they fucking can. <laughs> we're, all, we're all just trying, you know? There's no, we are. there's no playbook for this. There's no, there's, let's let's talk about dadding for a minute. Um, sure. How do you think D'Amato and uh, Maddie's uh, dads were? Which, by the way, wait, time out. I got a bunch of fucking messages about the way we say Maddie, which we discussed in the first episode. That yes, they say Mate or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But but for all those motherfuckers, your wife's maiden name is spelled exactly the same the same way yeah. and it's pronounced maddie that's correct all right so hey everyone suck my dick You're here first <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 did you see i posted because there's a box that said maddie on it yes found in the garage must have weighed 500 pounds. It was every fucking DVD of Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, including like doubles. There was a, there was like there's like multiple copies of season one. I've never I've never seen anything like it in my life. I fucking almost broke my back carrying it downstairs. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think anyone. I, I feel like even uh, Jane Seymour would be like a little bit impressed. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought I, I should have tagged her. She would like, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, she, they just want me to respond to this. No, no one would own three copies of season one on DVD. <laughs> Dr. Quinn. That and, did, that and Dirty Dancing. She owned, you know how people like collect vinyls, but they get like multiple copies? Right. That 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 is Tino with uh, Dirty Dancing. I've Owns like fifteen different DVDs of it, all the same fucking thing. It's just like might have a special bonus feature, which there's no way she knows how to access. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking steel book of dirty, dirty dance. <laughs> oh, God bless her. She's great. Um, uh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, well, anyway, yeah. So anyway, that after that rant. Um, yeah, so we're in our final week of Maddie D'Amato. 
Um, thank God overstated, this was the last overstated, week. Overstated, overstated welcome. Our, we did so good. We did so good. The, the first five weeks, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. I, had, I had a blast. Yeah. This one. The, Rough. There's a clear there's a clear cut winner for me for this week. Uh yeah, it, it, it was rough. Dude, there's a clear cut winner for me. I I <laughs> um I would tend I think I would agree just based on quality alone. <laughs> tough to That's kill, it, right? That tough to kill. Thank you. Thank you. Tough to kill. A lot of people don't whenever I do like um ask me anything, I always get the question like what movie should be re- remade. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of tough. Tough to kill should fucking be remade. Tough to kill, the twist. The, why? Why does Tough to Kill have a twist? Is Damano fucking kidding me? Dude, <laughs> they. Why does this movie have a twist? You're so bored throughout it, and then then it happens, and you're like, wait a second, wait, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is all just a long con. But like, I feel like I could go out and film Tough to Kill right now. That must have had zero budget. It's just a bunch of people. And for a war movie, there's such a little action, and they're all just dicks to this guy the entire movie. Which again, we find out there's a twist, and it was it was a long con. But like, this movie could be good, if, for sure. If it had money, and if it had somebody with a brain behind it. Uh, hey, maybe if Damano did anything that he was like famous for um, in it, that that probably could have helped, <laughs> like violence and like. Joe, the movie is about like double crossing and and you know yeah. murdering and and there's a lot to work with there and you know I feel like um, I feel like n- nothing happens <laughs> in it. Dude, he also this movie. <laughs> this is a fact. He shot it without sound. The oh, entire yeah. movie he shot it without fucking sound. Are you kidding? Kidding me? Shooting a war movie without sound and dubbing in things afterwards? Like, give me a break. Could you imagine showing up as an actor and like there's no microphones <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, should we even speak or are we just like moving our lips? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know. It's unbelievable. Because like, really, what the fuck does it matter what you say at that point? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean that that's why there's a clear cut winner because like you just said we're doing this rating system. I honestly have very little to say about Tough to Kill. I, I don't know how much you have, but like it, it was for a war movie, it was so dialogue driven and like you said, it's about double crossing and murder. And he doesn't do any of the things that he's famous for. There's no gore. There's no like blood really. There's not a lot. You're right. There's not a lot to talk about either. And, and the only things I have like notes on are like how white, like I, I was about to say whitewash, but I know that term means something else. I, it is washed out, right? Like, like it's, it's washed out film. It's white. Like, so when white <laughs> text appears on the screen, you cannot see it or read it. <laughs> and there's one scene where it's so it's in such poor quality. And by the way, we had like a rip. We had like a good rip. This isn't YouTube. And the guy opens up a check and you don't and based on his reaction, you don't know whether he got fucked over or he got a million dollars. <laughs> Cause you can't read the fucking number. It zooms in on the check. You can't read shit on it. It's got. No- I had, I had texted you within the first two minutes, and, and I think I said I I literally laughed out loud at the quality of this film. And like you just said, we we did not have like a 
YouTube VHS rip. Like, we had a, a legitimate copy of it. And it's still so poorly made. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and you know what else was wild? Speaking of that sound issue that you were talking about where they didn't record with sound. So they don't record with sound and then, of course, dub it all in. Which is bizarre because people somehow manage to talk over each other still. (laughs) (laughs) There's a scene in the beginning where there's like two people speaking over one another. And I was like, I got a fucking headache. I was like, what? (laughs) You got to record this after the fact and you're still like stumbling over your fucking words. Recording it after and the fucking editor couldn't mix it in properly. (laughs) Oh, my God. D'Amato um, was asked about this movie, and he said the script was excellent, but due to some production mishap, okay. but due to some production mishaps, it was just average. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying about being remade. Why? Wh- whoever wrote this should be ashamed of themselves for letting D'Amato touch it. Like, you had a good movie here. There's no way D'Amato and his crew offered you a lot for the script. This could have been a legitimate war movie. And, like, to go flip ahead to the next, to the other movie, Strike Commando's ridiculous. Strike Commando is so fucking stupid. Everything in that movie is fucking stupid. <laughs> but at least, like, it's a war movie, right? Things yeah. blow up, and, like, there's action. This movie is, like, a a, a, pers- like, a drama <laughs> directed by D'Amato, which is just not a good... Marriage. Not a good fit. Not a good fit. However, there is one great explosion at the beginning of um, Tough to Kill, which is they take a plane. Um, uh, is, is this the one about mer- which one's about mercenaries? I don't even know. Um, I think they're both about mercenaries. I think that's why we yeah. chose them. But anyway, uh, the best part of this is they take a plane. Um, Oh yeah, oh yeah, because this one opens up with a mercenary telling everyone he meets that he's a mercenary, which <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with the field of being a mercenary, but I don't think you you tell people that you are one. Yeah. <laughs> he walks into a fucking airport and he's like, "I'm a fucking mercenary. I need a flight to fucking I forget where they're going, but it's like Brazil." And the guy's like, the guy speaks that language to him and the guy's like what the fuck did you just say to me and he's like well you should probably learn the language of where you're going he's like i don't need to learn the language to shoot bullets (laughs) this is really bad this is like the shittiest mercenary i've ever seen in my life um but anyway the best part of this is they take a plane they get off the plane where they meet a whole other group of military mercenary type people and Bombs start dropping. I don't know why. What conflict is this? Who the fuck knows? But they're like, oh, we got to go. Like, run away. And they, like, yell at this poor pilot whose name is Whitey. They're like, Whitey, you got to go. You got to run. Hurry up. Like, get the luggage and run. And he goes, I don't know why you would ever say this. Except, like, I thought there was some logic to it. Because he's like, the plane is the safest place to be. Which I was like, well, I guess logically, like, maybe it's, like, their only way out of the island or something. So, like, they won't blow up the plane. Fucking bomb drops on the fucking plane, blows up Whitey in the plane. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> and no one cares, by the way. The guy walks up to him and is like, oh, dug his grave for him. Yes. Fucking killer. Um, so, um, the, I, I don't understand what's fully happening here. You have this Irish guy who is... The roast master general of the fucking movie. And, and 
you ever hear a guy cut so many fucking jokes in like the first 10 minutes he's on the screen? Like, it's unbelievable. Calling people Polacks and Schmucks, x lacks He's got a name for everyone. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, there's, a, means, there's the Polak with the rat in his pocket. Uh, hey, and don't even get me started on this schmuck. And hey, hey, this guy, we call this guy x lacks You don't even, you don't even want to fucking know why. It's like, well, I think we know why. <laughs> What year did this come out? 79. Wow, dude. Wait, so this came out the same year as Buyo Omega? I mean, I guess. It's it, it's 79 for sure. But Buyo Omega was filmed prior, right? Or was Buyo Omega filmed in 79 and released later? Or some- yeah, Buyo Omega was, was released later. Yeah. Uh, this is 78. Um, okay. I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, I would assume maybe this they saw um, Full Metal Jacket, or like we need Arlie Ermy's character thrown in here. But now you know what Stan, that fucking hack Stanley Kubrick saw Tough to Kill, <laughs> and uh, he copied he copied them. <laughs> He's like, uh, this puts hey, you know what? It might have, you know. I, although I think that was like a common trope in war movies, like the like the fucking idiot. Yeah, the, and the idiot cast of fucking morons that just, like, everyone's got, like, one tiny weird-ass quirk just to identify them from each other. Yes. Although the only one that stands out to me is the Polish guy with the fuck, because he carries a fucking rabbit with him. <laughs> rabbit with him. <laughs> also, you know what was crazy about these movies? Uh, the best part of the Matty D'Amato, um, the run that we've been doing, is all of the great um stories right the behind the scenes stories and just the nonsense and the filming and the names and everything these two had the least amount of information i've er- like i've ever seen yeah. in a fucking movie yeah they did especially tough to kill yeah tough to kill was incredibly difficult to find i looked hard cuz i'm like i don't really have a lot to say about this so i was like looking for like maybe something interesting to talk about no, Absolutely there's there's not. Um, I mean, there's just like some funny shit, which is like, I mean, none of it really made sense. Um, it, it, it was again, like you said, like it's a drama, but it's just like they decide to go on a suicide mission, and it's like, well, how about for five hundred pounds? That's three thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> I I did it with with inflation and to American money. It was 500 pounds, and, and it's $3,000 today. And I was like, well, it's not even, like, what? Like, I mean, yeah, even, I mean that's a lot of money, but, like, cover, not to kill It's not, dude. It, dude. it wouldn't even cover your funeral costs. <laughs> <laughs> and, by the way, if you die, everyone else gets your fucking cut of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not a lot. Not a lot happens. You get some... Um, weird rabbit things um he he gets mad at people when they like touch his rabbit although at one scene some guy pours fucking wax all over his rabbit which is fucking insane Uh, and then they get into a knife fight uh the goal though was to kill they had a target to kill and they put a group together to kill one target which seems excessive because there's like 18 guys. Um, these guys start whittling themselves down through backstabbing. Although I sort of got, you don't see how half of them get fucking killed. Right. Like suddenly at the end, there's just two guys and it's like, that's it. And like, 
you're kind of like whatever. Um, and they've always, they always have this, um, guy with them who's like a, a native to the Dominican Republic where this takes place. And like he, he does, he doesn't. Wait, this takes place in the Dominican Republic? I thought it was the African jungle. Oh, I'm sorry. It was filmed in the Dominican Republic. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, sorry. It was, yeah. So he's a native guy to the, um, African jungle, wherever they are, which makes even less sense now, but that's fine. Whatever. Um, and so they go, they kill this guy. And then I, I like, I've never seen more infighting for something like that they don't even need to be fighting about because they all get paid, right? There's not even a yeah, reason like- to double cross. Like you said, if if they die, their share gets split among everyone else. But it's like right, it's, yeah. But it was like, like treacherous. I, well, yeah, yeah. But like, they would get more money the fewer of them that survive. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, it ends, of course, with one guy coming out on top of all of this, killing who you assume is like the main guy that you've been following. Um, and he's like, if you don't have me, they won't pay you, which I wouldn't believe for a fucking second, but (laughs) (laughs) why would you, um, so they bring the head to, uh, the, the main villains who they somehow examine his dental records. (laughs) (laughs) They have copies of their targets, dental records so they can match it up. And the man gets paid. Um, and we don't see anything. Um, and it doesn't matter because the guy that we thought was dead is alive and kills him, kills the last remaining guy. So you think that's the old switcheroo right there. Um, but then that's not true. Cause that guy dies again. And then the last remaining guy is the, the native guy who's kind of just been like following them around, not like pretending not to speak English. And he speaks perfect english yeah you conned them and, and i mean they are so racist and mean to this guy the entire movie it was to the point where like to to the point where i was like this is fucking mean spirit like the model might be a piece of shit but then because it ended like that you're uh, i was like okay like i think that was more necessary to kind of build that up but i mean it was mean spirited it was awful it was fucking awful and i was like oh this is a fucking nightmare cool tough to kill <laughs> Now I know why we can't find a fucking print of this. It's fucking insane. But that that ending is fucking dope. That dude gets the money. It is. Cashes out. And I, I kept waiting for it because it's 1978 Italy. I kept waiting for it to turn on this fucking poor guy. Um, but it doesn't. It The fucking guy wins, man. He gets the cash and he uh, he, he goes his, his own way. Yeah. And the plot wise, it's honestly good. Yeah, I love that idea. (laughs) Right. The way that it is filmed, the final product is fucking embarrassing. (laughs) And because of that, I can't say that I enjoy it. Like, the story is is fine. Like, I I like the story. I like what he tried to do. But what he put out there, like... As a professional. Dude, imagine, like, this was a, a culinary plate, and you fucking present that to Gordon Ramsay. Get the fucking thrown right in your face. Like, the model should be embarrassed that that was the final product. I'm, I'm like, trying to, like, look up, like, movies in 1978 that aren't, like, the biggest budgets. Um, yeah, I don't... 
he he could have done a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, he made Buio Omega the year after. Yeah. Like, there's no way he had a big budget for that, right? I don't know. I don't remember if he looked it up, but like, at least fucking do something. Or, like, what kind of camera did he fucking use? Like, <laughs> at least you can see in Buio Omega. Why did he use a better camera for that fucking movie? We were we were a guy sucks on his uh, fucking wet nurse's titty at age fifty. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I don't know, man. Like, and it's so funny because they these directors are so tight lipped. Like, I feel like they could like probably go into details and probably explain this and be like, because like they they filmed in the Dominican Republic, so may, you know, I, I imagine like something crazy happened where like they might have lost like their fucking equipment or something. Who the fuck knows? But like. When he gets interviewed, or he's they just spent like, all their money flying people to the fucking Dominican Republic. Why is he filming that <laughs> in the Dominican Republic? Oh, <laughs> uh, he hadn't heard of the Philippines yet. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Italy is so close to Africa. Just fucking take a boat to fucking Africa. <laughs> oh my god! And film it, and then use that as your footage because it's <laughs> like most of your movies are just. <laughs> paying for fucking like hotel fare for your crew in the Dominican Republic to film this you're just throwing away money (laughs) I'm so I don't know why I find this so funny I think it's so funny you giving them a lecture a financial (laughs) lecture it's so true though (laughs) oh my god Oh, that's fucking rich, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I want to highlight, uh, we, we, for Patreon, because this was so short, um, we just did an episode, like a a pretty lengthy episode on Fast Mm -hmm. and the Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. So we're we're doing the whole series, so check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, That was, (laughs) that might be longer than this episode. Um, (laughs) Actually, I've got more to say. And then we can also talk about our Cruel Jaws live show coming up this Saturday. We won't, I don't know if we'll be able to do another, I don't know if we'll be able to do an episode Sunday. Normally we don't um, after these live shows, but I'd be interested in maybe squeezing something in if you're down. Um, Specifically because I think that that's Memorial Day weekend and... People have been asking for Uncle Sam for a while, but there's also, you know, July Fourth. Yeah, I get I get a lot of messages from Uncle Sam, and it's not going to be good. So I don't know why we do this. I don't know why we pretend to listen to people. We need to not do that. We need to do Wait, that Memorial all. Day weekend. Is this weekend? no? I I'm thinking of Uncle Sam. Or I'm thinking of July Fourth, but or wait, no. When no, I'm thinking. What yeah, am yeah. I doing? I don't yeah. know. I don't. Let's do it for July Fourth because. Because we'll do the live show, we'll, we can take Sunday off, and then the next week is uh, July 4th. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know why I, uh, you know. <laughs> 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 All right, that sounds good. And I also, I listen, I've got the next five weeks booked up for us, baby. Shit. All right. And then I've got another idea that I want to talk to you about, because it, it was in my head, and I was like, this would be good. And then I started writing them down, and I was like, this would be f- I'm not doing this. This sounds fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, I, at first, I was like, that's a genius idea. But um, I can't wait to hear it. All right. Well, um, D'Amato, 
he's hurting in this final round, man. He, yeah, dude, he came out swinging. It was almost a runaway. <laughs> and Maddie, Maddie is here to defend his honor. And, and you know, I looked at Maddie's. Uh, I might have talked about this last week. Um, I looked at Maddie's filmography. If anyone deserved to win it, it was definitely Maddie, based on the types of movies he made. Um, definitely in higher regard than uh, D'Amato. Definitely in higher regard than D'Amato. Also, um, a fan of ours. Fuck, I wish I could shout these people out. I never write anything fucking down, though, because I'm an idiot. Um, a fan a fan actually like shouted us out to um, a horror journalist on, I think it was Twitter. Um because this journalist was like, hey, she, oh, fuck, I forget the way she said it. Fuck, I don't even know where he sent it to me on. Um, but basically, they were saying, like, D'Amato, like, D'Amato catches a lot of shit. Like, D'Amato made some good movies, but he catches a lot of shit because uh, he directed pornography. Oh, it was Boston Bruiser 89 on Instagram. Thanks, Boston Bruiser. So this this uh, journalist, she said, uh, I'm a pretty diehard D'Amato fan. He doesn't get nearly as much love as I feel he should. The man was the master of Italian sleaze, and I am here for it. Most people are like, but he made porn. And so did a lot of people. And then she continues to rant. I don't think anyone's issue is that they he made pornography. I think the issue is most of his movies are fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Beyond the Darkness, Buyo Omega is great. He had he had some so, hitters on this, right? Like he had fucking absurd. Yes, yes. Here's here's the thing with the motto: when he's good, he's really fucking good. Right. When you like like his good like Anthropophagus, fucking awesome. What, what was the very first one that we did? Um, absurd and shocking dark. So yes, absurd. absurd. Yeah, absurd. Absurd was great. Yeah. So like when when he's firing at all cylinders. He's great. In, yeah. in, in terms of sleaze, like gross out moments, he's fucking great. And he yeah. blows Maddie out of the water. But then he does things that are like just the camera. It's just bad. Shoves up his fucking ass. <laughs> like you can't see anything. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. And he's so hit or miss there. And that's fine. Cause he's probably, like, like we just talked about, it. he just went to the Dominican Republic. He probably, probably completely fucking shocked that he was allowed to leave the country. Like, <laughs> He's probably having the time of his life, so I can't knock the guy. But in terms, of, like, I'm sure he was just churning these out just to be there and just happen right. to be there. Right, absolutely. Whereas Maddie, Maddie is stealing ideas from everybody under the sun, but not because he's a thief. I think he just generally loves movies, and he's like, I have to fucking do this. Like, I, I have to. Like, he just wants to be a filmmaker, and like, his final products look better. And it's like I think he cares. Yeah, and he's like he's basically like any kid that like gets into movies and is like I want to make a movie and then like their first idea is of course like the movie they just watched like a version of Bad Boys with them in it basically. And it's basically yes. what fucking Maddie does. I mean, Quentin Tarantino made an entire career doing off that. Of doing that. Yeah, for sure. His enti- every movie he's ever made is just a scene from another movie he's seen. But he somehow pieces it together and makes it like his own. But that, I think that's that's different because there's probably talent there to <laughs> steal everything, but also make it your own. That is talent. Whereas Maddie is just like, I'm just gonna completely fucking copy this. 
I don't care about the storyline. Like he also, cares. I think he cares more about how it looks. And also, also, I liked the name of this other movie better. So I'm gonna copy that movie, but then name it, name it this other movie's name. <laughs> really like the name RoboCop, so I'm gonna use that for this movie about uh, <laughs> fucking vampires. <laughs> fucking great, man. Um, so Matt, yeah. So anyway, my point was just like, I don't think anyone hates D'Amato cause he made pornography. I think he's just not a good director and he, <laughs> not a fucking maniac watched D'Amato's porn. <laughs> I almost want to just to see what it's I, about. As soon as I said it, I was like, yeah, fuck, I gotta do that tonight. <laughs> just to see what it's about at this point. Cause like. What does he do in that? <laughs> man, think about that, man. Porn directors were like a thing in, in our in our lives. Porn directors were a thing. And, and honestly, you if anything, that makes me respect him more. Because like during that time, during the 70s and the early 80s, porn did have a, a plot. And like a lot yeah. of people that would go on to direct genre films, like that's where you started because you didn't need a budget. And like you we're able to film something. Hey, Wes Craven's kind, best film. It kind of film. tells a story. Wes Craven's <laughs> best film. Wes Craven's best film. Name it. <laughs> I can't think of the porn you turn. It's Deep Throat. Wait, wait. Is he confirmed to be the director of Deep Throat? Or is that listen, just a rumor? Listen, it doesn't matter. Let's let just... <laughs> <laughs> Did... Hold on. He's not confirmed. About, I, I He's forgot not... about that rumor. He he is he's not confirmed. He he definitely worked on it. Wes Craven. He de- and, and by the way, he has said he worked on a ton of adult films and directed a ton. Wes Craven of had an unknown role in the film Deep Throat. Um, bro, and he you know he what? was directing. You know I'm porn. fine, dude. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. With it. He directed Deep Throat. And he, he acknowledges he directed porn, but would not say whether he made Deep Throat or not. But he was on set. Hello. Wes Craven what directed Deep Throat. Wes Craven was a fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Rubbing guys' fucking balls. <laughs> All right. New t-shirt is Wes Craven. Dude, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Horror fans already hate us. I want to make a t-shirt that just says, wait, what's the, what's that saying? Like, who's your God now? And it's just Wes, Fr- Wes Craven fluffing some guy, getting some guy re- ready. Oh, man. All right. Um, well, hey. Do you remember when somebody, <laughs> do you remember when somebody had the most biggest bombshell in U.S. history and it was recordings of the president, you know, admitting to committing a crime and he chose to go by the name Deep Throat to the fucking press. What a fucking god. Like, that guy is such a legend. When the Watergate scandal broke, the guy that was meeting the reporters was, was had to be referred to by the name Deep Throat. What a weird... <laughs> what a weird fucking thing, right? Like, why... What? I remember being a kid, like, when you first learned about that, and I was like, what? What? Dude, and that's that's dude, that's so fucking funny because you have to teach, or you don't, you have to, but like people would teach kids about the Watergate 
scandal, and you and you can't exclude the guy named Deep Throat because he's he's the most integral part to learning about, about how this all like blew open. So you yeah. have to say the name Deep Throat, and nobody knew his identity until you know what ten years ago when yeah. he was dying. Yeah, so uh, that's uh that's something. Dude, fucking making the news reporters fucking have to say deep throat multiple times every night. Fuck, I wish, dude. I, honestly, I know, you know, I, I don't King control. Uh, dude, I don't condone snitching, but uh, if you're going to, do it anonymously and go by the name like Blumpkin or like Bukaki or something like that. So, so it has to be printed and people have to say it out loud. Dude, fucking Blumpkin. <laughs> Oh, fucking Blumpkin, fucking cracking open the scandal of the century (laughs) by informant named Blumpkin. Rim job Randy. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Blumpkin. (laughs) Yeah. You asked me the Patreon episode if I had been drinking. I tried to make up for lost time because I was at my dad's. So I've had four of those eight percents. And, uh, four? Yeah, dude. Well, I'm on my fourth. I'm about halfway down with the fourth. So I'm at you should, three. You should, but, uh, Jesus. Dude, I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I can fucking imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, um, let's, um, let's, uh, get, let's, 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 uh, let's, uh, I, I guess I am too. Cause I, I <laughs> um, I listen guys, we got, stri- we got, we got strike command. It's, it's father's day. Command. It's father's day. We're allowed to get this drunk. Um, strike commando, strike commando or strike commander, strike commando, commando, strike commando. Strike commando, um, by our boy, Maddie. This is, uh, 87. Which, um, that might be more shocking than the 78 because this doesn't look a whole lot better, <laughs> a whole lot better. The quality's rough. The quality's rough. And, and Maddie had been like pretty all right up until this point. Yeah. And we have Red Brown again. We do. God bless him. God bless him. I love Red Brown, man. He is fucking huge. Dude, he is huge in this, and so is the um the the villain, uh, the Russian guy, Jakota, Jakota, Jakota. Um, he's fucking enormous too. Again, written by Claudio Fragrasso, that f- fucking idiot. Um, I've had so many issues with that fucking guy, and why Maddie fucking constantly just fucking trusted this guy to write shit for him um but hey you know this is one of those movies that just starts by the way it and i don't mean just starts yeah. I, I don't mean that there's no credits like although there's none to start with it just means that like it starts and it they assume that like you've watched half of another movie or <laughs> half the movie already because it's just people sneaking talking in, sneaking into a vietnamese base and talking like talking like we know who they are or what the fuck they're doing. There's not a lot of information, but yeah, they're sneaking into a Vietnamese base. Um, they here's, kill- here's real quick why I like this one more though. Sure, is because the this one is a fucking war movie. Like at least at least Maddie made the effort to yeah. make it a fucking war movie. Whereas yep. the other one, you I mean no one would know there's a war going on. 
you can half paying attention. You know, you know what I mean. Like, like this one, you can half pay attention. You, you could be walking in and out of the room, and you'd be like, "Oh, you're watching a war movie." Right. Like, tough to kill. You could like if somebody sat through that and still didn't know it was a war movie. I honestly wouldn't blame them. Uh, no, I, I actually now that you say that, besides that one scene at the beginning where there's explosions, yeah, there's no other real war scene. Um, this one, you'll definitely know it's a war movie because I think they play the same movie just twice in a row, um, which which is Red, ba- Red Brown being captured and then the U.S. coming to save him and then he goes back and then gets captured <laughs> and the U.S. have to come and save him. <laughs> it was honestly insane when it went back and it was got caught again. <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck? Is this actually the same movie? We just fucking said, there's like a scene where dude, there's a scene that's straight out of the beginning of this movie where I was like, wait, this is happening all over again. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, God, God bless Bruno Maddy and Red Brown. Dude, Red Brown's acting in this is so atrocious. It, it makes me laugh so hard. What, what, dude, he befriends like that, 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 that kid. boy. The, the yeah. Kong. And then, then he's, when he's dying, dude, he, his reaction's so funny. Joe, that scene was the craziest shit because they did, they did, they almost were satirizing like the dying kid scene in movies. <laughs> like, that's how bad it was. Um, because the little Vietnamese boy is like, I, I wish I could go to America and go to Disneyland, and he's dying in Red Brown's arms. <laughs> and it should not be a funny scene. But Red Brown, by the way, this kid was like, I want to go to Disney World. So, like, as a human being, you would be like, yeah, no, Disney World's the best. There's, like, rides. You tell them about Disney World. Red Brown starts being like, yeah, there's cotton candy clouds and lollipop ladders. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's like, there's popcorn growing on trees and you just climb up and eat it. Like, dude, you don't have to tell them that. Like, (laughs) just tell them how good Disney World is. (laughs) Dude, fucking popcorn and treat. Also, popcorn sucks. We're fucking selling this kid on popcorn. <laughs> Dude, I also love that it is an American in Vietnam trying to fight the Viet Cong, but also the main villains are Russian. Wait, and everyone's the villain, Joe. I don't even. It was insane. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and the Americans are the villains. The Americans too. are the Which... villains, too. What? Dude, at the end when he's like, I'm here to kill. I was like, what? <laughs> In the U.S. Embassy. <laughs> which, which, by the way, which, by the way, the Russian that he had just killed also shows back up. In the fucking bushes. <laughs> the bushes of the U.S. Embassy. This movie rules. This movie's awesome. Dude, hiding in, in the fucking landscape <laughs> of the U.S. Embassy. <laughs> Yo, uh, dude, it was so confusing. So... Yeah, so he, uh, Red Brown is part of this mercenary squad. They're in uh, (laughs) Vietnam. They're in Vietnam, but he's left behind. Him and his, him and his buddy, um, uh, his buddy is, is killed, I believe, right? And Red, Red Brown is blown up into the river, um, where he's retrieved by, um, the locals, uh, of Vietnam and also, um, an old white guy that looks like he's the guy from Jurassic Park, the, the, the main doctor. And he's there to explain everything to us uh, when he and he does uh, in, in excruciating detail. Um, but, hey. The mega expert. 
Dude, for sure. But you know what? Honestly, thank God, because I had no idea what the fuck was happening. So <laughs> thank God he was there to kind of explain this opening scene for us. And then uh, and uh, Rip Brown's like, oh, my God, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then the guy's like, oh, wait, uh, I think I have a radio. And then he leads him to a, <laughs> leads him to a fucking radio, like immediately. <laughs> and he calls from help. He calls for help. And uh, Rip Brown is uh, saved. But the weird thing is he's saved by the Vietnamese, right? And it appears the Americans kind of, his general, when they find out Reb is alive, they're like happy, but like kind of like we don't give a fuck about you. So like kind of the whole Rambo idea, right? Correct. So, and then you're seeing like the side of the Vietnamese who are like actually very kind and helpful. And um, so you assume that's where the plot's going to go, right? Like, oh, the Americans are the bad guys. These these Vietnamese are not the villains that America makes them out to be. Well, that turns out to not <laughs> be the story. Um, because Reb is saved by the Americans. Um, and, and he he goes home. This is so fucking weird. He goes home and... They're like, hey, uh, or no, wait, does he go home yet or no? Wait, so he he gets found on that, that raft and they bring him to some church. Like he never gets like sent back to base or anything. Oh, okay, okay. So so he's saved by the Vietnamese and the Americans wanted him killed. Um and then Reb goes nuts though, right? He just mows down a ton of Vietnamese people. On his way out of town. <laughs> and then the American <laughs> helicopter picks him up, which is like, again, insane because they just saved him. And, and an American helicopter picks him up. They rescue him. And then he's like, by the way, the fucking Russians are in there. And those are the bad guys. And I was like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And then, which, by the way, the military, who has no problems with these guys, like mowing everyone down. They're like, listen. The only way we can get involved in this is if you'd go there and take photographs of the Russians. <laughs> he literally brought home a Russian patch, like from their like berets. And they're like, uh, hey, listen, pal, we don't want to get involved in this mess. And then Reb's like, hey, send me back in. Um, and he'll take the photos. Reb does not carry a camera on his person at any point in this movie. <laughs> And also, Reb at this point is like, by the way, I'll only do this, which no one asked him to. Uh, I'll only do this if if you liberate the Vietnamese who saved me. <laughs> and which, by the way, the Americans are like, absolutely not. And Reb's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Americans do not be like, they don't say yes, they don't say maybe. They're like, no. And Reb's like, okay. And then just goes to Vietnam. Sold. <laughs> Which, by the way, I thought the I thought the Americans were in America, but they're actually in Vietnam at, at this like embassy type building. Yes, so it's not like they're like super far away. Which is right. even more bizarre that like whenever this guy needs saving, they're like, "Oh God, uh, I don't know. Uh, let him fend for himself." <laughs> like you're down the street. <laughs> like, um. So Reb's Reb goes back in by himself right um 
that's where he finds his like I, I think it was like the people that saved him had all been like kind of massacred by this Jakota fella who I think is supposed to be Russian. He's Russian. He doesn't look Russian. He doesn't sound Russian. <laughs> he looks like a lunatic. He looks like uh, going back to Full Metal Jacket. Uh, oh my god, he does. Vincent D'Onofrio's character. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And Red Brown just starts screaming, Jakota! He is spraying thousands of bullets all over the place. Like, all over. He's just spraying the jungle and the buildings all around him. Nothing's happening, though. He's just, like, in, in anger. And then, as he's going to go, as he's about to reload, you just hear some guy go, you looking for me? <laughs> And then hundreds of soldiers pop out of all the areas he just unloaded on. And they're like totally, none of them have been hit by his spray of gunfire. And uh, he's captured. And then the movie restarts. (laughs) We get the whole debate of the military debating whether they should save him. And Reb, uh, he's being being tortured. And um, he's able, though. Which, by by the way, part of his torture is literally just like raking leaves. Like most most of the torture was just him doing yard work. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? I I, I shouldn't make light of it. To, raking leaves is the worst shit in the world. It, it is. It, it. I hate raking leaves. It is the worst thing in the world. I would. There's a, a lot of things I'd rather get done to me than raking leaves. Seems a little extreme, dude. Raking leaves is a fucking nightmare, dude. Like raking leaves sucks, dude. But like, I mean. What is the other stuff they did to him? I don't want to. I, I mean, that's why I said I don't want to like make light. Of, electrified. I don't want to like <laughs> make light of torture, but I'm just saying there's other things. Anyway, listen, he's been tortured for weeks, maybe months. We don't really know. Um, it was all in a montage, um, but they make him film a PSA type thing where he's like, where he's supposed to be like, um, like Americans go home. Or something. And yes. instead he's like, fight the good fucking fight! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts off with it, and he just starts screaming about going in and killing all. And yeah, by the way, and he, imme- he immediately escapes, like, with no fucking... <laughs> not, only does, not only does he escape, he somehow manages to take a hostage. <laughs> Takes a hostage who who is the this Russian woman. Dakota's <laughs> J- girlfriend. <laughs> And from from the next few scenes, just constantly tells her to, and this is an exact quote: "Shut up, you." He says, "Shut up." He says, "Shut up, you." Regularly to her, anytime, anytime she's like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "Shut up, you." <laughs> and then he goes, he ties her up, and he goes, "How do you say goodbye in Russian?" Avita Zane, which <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke or not, but that's fucking German. <laughs> Just a history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. Um, <laughs> and Reb has lost his mind at this point. He's he's and again, it's uh, shades of like the Rambo idea, right? Like it's it's not though. It, it is and it's not right. Like it's like it, it's it like, but also like he's taking. Olga, Olga's her name, right? The, yeah. The hostage. He's taking Olga to a pickup point where the American army is going to save both of them. And for some reason, Olga's the one that's like, hey, guess what, dummy? They're going to kill you. Which, why, why would she know that? But also, <laughs> the, the, 
That's true. <laughs> that is what's gonna happen. So like, why? Why is? And also, he he starts to be like, wait a second, maybe they are. But why? Why does she know that? What, did I miss something? No, no, Joe, you missed nothing. Of course, you missed nothing. Of course, it makes no sense. It's fucking idiotic. It's the craziest shit. And and oh fuck, there was something I was gonna say similar to that, but. Yeah, it, it, it makes no sense. And he ties her to a tree. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. This this th- and and I and I feel like this is probably because of a language barrier. I feel like if you like the people that watch Rambo and don't understand the like social political aspect of Rambo <laughs> watched it, they'd think that this was like exactly the same movie. That's where I like stuttered to say it's the same. You nailed it. You, you nailed it. That's exactly right. Because people, when people hear the word, and, and I think you're right about the language barrier, because when people hear the movie title Rambo, you just think, oh, it's about some some guy going nuts and you know, plowing people down. It's about a guy that's fucked by his country after he served them. And like, right. He, you know, it's it's a really like reflective movie. But like, if you don't live here and don't see how people were treated when they came back home, you would have no clue. You'd just be like, oh, this guy's fucking awesome. He's nuts. <laughs> He just decided to start killing his own people. Like. <laughs> so, like, I imagine, like, maybe that's where Maddie... Maddie's, like, probably, like, this is dead nuts to fucking <laughs> Rambo. I don't see... I don't. I see think you're difference. right. I think you're right. Because <laughs> he does... He has these, like, snap moments, which Rambo does have, but for, like, a, a real reason, right? And, and <laughs> Rambo has his snap movements because, like, the police are beating him with switches. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> And in, in this movie, it's just because, like, he's just, like, sick and tired, tired of uh, making himself go out into the jungle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, no one asked him to do this. As a matter of fact, they were like, the, no. That's actually so funny. That, that has to be what happened. The language barrier and just Maddie being like, this is fucking Rambo. This is, this is what Rambo is all about. Which is probably so frustrating to John Borman, who, who made Rambo. <laughs> Because I, I feel like even people that didn't have a language barrier no. were like, this is what Rambo's all about. It's like, no, I mean, dude, you're missing the point. Dude, we know like a dozen people that if you showed them Rambo, they're like, that was <laughs> that's fucking sick. Like, that's fucking amazing. And like not in like a filmmaking way, but in like, okay, he, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, not really. It's fucking sad. It's sad as fuck. <laughs> I, I think the sequels didn't. The sequels why didn't is there a sequel to Rambo? The, again, the the first one is to like this reflective piece about like it's honestly pretty harrowing. Like you should have been like an eye opener. Yeah. But then they but then they have sequels where Rambo's just flying like Blackhawks into New York City. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucking love it. <laughs> well, much like the first time we watched this movie, uh, Reb finds another radio. Oh, also when he ties um Olga to the tree as bait, by the way, he uses her as bait. Um the Vietnamese show up and he just jumps on them and like puts them both in headlock. Like he puts two guys in headlocks under each arm and that somehow <laughs> somehow kills two guys. <laughs> Fucking noogies, giving guys noogies. <laughs> and he's just screaming. And then he finds a radio, much like the first time this happened. Um he he radios in and uh you know i actually didn't realize that olga had told him about that because now this scene makes more sense because i was really confused when um 
Rep has literally killed everyone on this island. And then he sees the American <laughs> helicopter and he just fucking shoots it down. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? And I mean, really, even after you tell me that, it doesn't make a ton of sense to, <laughs> to fucking shoot down well, your did, own. Didn't the helicopter shoot at him first? I don't think it had shot yet. I think it does because it kills uh, Olga and then, and then he shoots him. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah, it shot a Russian. Like, I, like, why are there 18 villains? There's more villains in this than the fucking old Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable. And then, and then another oh, fucking, like, talk about, like, a weird scene to, like, randomly throw in. Reb is on, where is, where, oh, yeah, they're in Vietnam. I almost said, where was he? They're in Vietnam. Reb sees a military boat. There's no reason. He... He should have no interest in a boat. There's a boat just driving by. <laughs> We're supposed to believe Reb swims out to it and just murders everyone. He kills the entire crew. Yeah. <laughs> and then blows up the boat and then swims back to land. It's not like he takes the boat or uses the boat as like, no, no. <laughs> That's amazing. It was fucking the best. He dude, he uses a cluster of grenades. No one has ever used grenades like that. It was insane. He built like a bird nest of grenades <laughs> and lit them on fire and blew up the fucking boat. Also, not the most ridiculous use of grenades that we'll see in this film. Uh no, nope, it's not, which is crazy because I saw that and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Um also, I'm pretty sure Maddie had never seen a grenade before because the amount of use of grenades and talking about grenades in this is it's unlike any movie I've ever seen. Like, it's constant. People are just handing grenades to each other regularly. They're like, hey, you need this? <laughs> Dude, and the way the grenades are used also makes no sense. Dude, Maddie's never seen a grenade before. Dude, later in the movie when fucking Red Brown is like, this, this, is, this is a two-minute bomb. And he puts a grenade on the desk. <laughs> so not how it works. <laughs> Is there any grenade that lasts two minutes? It's always no. five. Five seconds, right? <laughs> yes. It's a fucking grenade. It's not a bomb. <laughs> two very different things. And he's, he puts it down and he's like, we've got five minutes. What? <laughs> Weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I fucking this movie rocks, by the way. Um, but the scene that really matters here is when Reb gets back to the island. He has a showdown finally with Jakota. Now you're gonna assume that this is gonna be like a, a, a they live level, yeah, bare knuckle fight. I I thought that when it when it happened because because Reb gets after after swimming to a boat and killing everybody <laughs> swims back and then he immediately gets kicked in the head by Dakota who I mean this guy would have just shot him right yeah <laughs> Why would, for sure he, he's already won but instead he challenges him to a fist fight and yeah that was my first thought too like I thought it was gonna be like Roddy Piper Keith David. Yeah, it, it is edited like an idiot did it like it, it's well, edited. Yeah, well I mean. I'm sure but, it was. But the rest of the movie is edited fine. But for some reason, this is the choppiest edits I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's, it's so bizarre how it, like, chop cuts and, like, <laughs> like, to different moments in the fight. It's just so weird. It is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. 
um, besides two men running headfirst into each other. Tina Tina walked in at that scene and she goes, is this movie serious? And I just walked out. <laughs> Yo, they beat the shit out of each other for so long. None of them take any physical damage, like they, visually that you can see. They run until after the headbutt, dude. After the headbutt, they both pop up and they're covered in fucking blood. <laughs> Their faces are fucking morphed. <laughs> fucking wearing a crimson mask, baby. They, they. Oh, dude, did you also notice the the one scene in the fight that's in slow motion, and it's not slowed down film. They acted in slow motion. I did. Yeah, that was amazing. That was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't. I can't fucking believe that the director told them. <laughs> like the director had to be like, "Hey, can you fucking do that, but pretend you're in slow motion?" <laughs> the film's not slowed down. He's just acting in slow motion. Um, and you know that headbutt scene is so like, um, you know, I want to say iconic. I don't think that's the right word, but it's it's a memorable scene, right? And yeah. it's something people talk about when they talk about this movie for obvious reasons. Um, but it was uh, so and weird. to those who, who haven't seen it, they are running full speed, like full speed. And then it just like slows down to a boop in the head before they headbutt each other. Boop on the head and <laughs> it's they so fucking fall down. Idiotic. <laughs> they fall down and then jump back up and they're covered with black eyes and blood. And like not blood from where like where two heads collided, just like cuts all over their face like it's it's the most illogical thing and then it immediately cuts like there's not even a moment to like breathe and then it cuts and reb has somehow punched jakota off of a waterfall off, off a waterfall <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it just cuts again and it says saigon last day of war i, I, I was like wait what the fuck are we do- what what is happening right now also, that's like the tallest waterfall. Dude, it's the biggest thing. It's, it's, it's fucking enormous. It's fucking enormous. Now, you know, if you're worried about the gore in this movie, you're about to get your, your fair share here. And it's not great gore, but it's fucking hilarious gore. Um, Reb shows up to the embassy. Dude, I couldn't believe how much more, how many more minutes were left after that scene. Like, I checked, and it was, like, 12 minutes. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how is this? What? Reb shows up to the embassy. He's like, I'm going to kill him. And he's talking about his commander. Um, which, by the way, he's not there. And then we get, like, five minutes of him, like, trying to figure out where this guy is. And then, like, he's still on the island. <laughs> he's just in another building. So, he goes to the other <laughs> building. That's where he does the two-minute bomb, which is actually a grenade. Um, and that's how he gets into the commander's office. Reb blows the su- while trying to kill this guy, which no, not trying. He kills this man. But while doing it, blows the side of the building off. Like, the whole side of the building is gone. You see the outside <laughs> after he fucking kills this guy. Wait, wait. wait. I- I'm sorry, Sean. They're not still in Vietnam. They're not? No. No. Because it, it, you're right. After that fight, it shows that... And I'm sorry I didn't catch it earlier. No, 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 no. It's fine. A little tipsy. I'm trying to, to remember because, of course, I didn't take notes like an idiot. Um, it says Saigon, 
and he find he he's like, where is the command? Like he's questioning people what the commander is, and, and he left the war to become an importer exporter in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he tra- so that's where he travels because he's in Manila. He's in Manila, and, somebody, and and that was the actual title that they used. He's an importer exporter. The fucking Art Vanderlei for the Seinfeld fans, because that's what, that's what, that's what uh, George Costanza. Alias Art Vanderlei says his job is an importer exporter. I just assumed. I just assumed because the scene that we <laughs> dude, that's so stupid. I've never heard of anything so stupid. First of all, imagine transferring a job that quickly. It's fucking impossible, <laughs> <laughs> especially in the middle of a war as a high-ranking official. Um, but that makes even le- okay. Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. So they're in. They're in Manila. Yeah, so, so he's in Manila. Yes. <laughs> okay, so he's showed up to Manila where he's still mad, which dude is might be the funniest thing, like traveling that far and still being that fucking mad, <laughs> mad about everything. Like I'd honestly be like, "All right, I'm good, man. Like whatever." Like <laughs> I think you're right. Even if the guy has been trying to kill me, I think halfway through that flight, it's like, you know what? I just want to fucking go home. I just want to get drunk. <laughs> like I'm, I'm good, man. <laughs> Um, so he's still mad. He shows up, he blow, he kills him, blows out the side of the wall. Uh, like it's insane. You see the grass outside. It's wild. Uh, fucking nukes him, which by the way, the whole time he's screaming, die, die. Like, yeah, dude, you fucking killed him. He's fucking, everything's gone. There's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Maddie, Maddie actually does it, does you the favor and shows you like the, the corpse being blown up. Oh yeah, right. That's and that's what I meant. Like, there's it's not like great gore, but like at least you got to see fucking legs flying around. <laughs> like it was insane. Um, Reb, uh, he leaves. Then he 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 leaves the building just on his own accord, and then fucking Jakota. Now, which even makes even less sense which, that we're which, not. Which, which which makes it so much funnier that that he's. He's in the Philippines. <laughs> Fell off the fucking waterfall and they, followed them all the way to the Philippines. They took the same flight. <laughs> <laughs> Jakota took the same flight to Manila. <laughs> Waiting in the bush. Like fucking Russell Crowe and fighting around the world. The South Dude, Park episode. A hundred percent fighting around the world. That is the best example I could think of. <laughs> fight around the world and basically does the same thing immediately just jumps out of a bush and starts pummeling <laughs> starts pummeling red brown <laughs> um but that doesn't last long because uh, uh which by the way jacoda has metal teeth now did he always have metal teeth i think he did because i remember i remember at one point being like are they trying to make him like jaws yeah of course they are fucking maddie fucking can't he has not a single original idea on that old fucking brain of his (laughs) (laughs) um and he fucking they reb shoves a fucking grenade in his mouth dude a full grenade a whole grenade there's no chance a grenade fits in his fucking mouth um and it explodes and we get to watch Wait, this was the best part. This was the best fucking part. I know I've said that a bunch, but it is. <laughs> he puts the grenade in his mouth, runs away. Fucking Jakota explodes. We watch his legs fly off. There's no upper body. The legs are just flying in the air in slow motion. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can still hear Jakota yelling <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> He is yelling, dude. It the yelling doesn't start as he's blowing up. It starts 
Sorry, after, after. After the legs, the scene cuts from the legs flying to Reb, and then you hear him go, Americanski. <laughs> Dude, bro, bro. Fucking Strike Commando is A+. Plus. <laughs> and then Reb walks away. Quite possibly one of the weirdest things I've ever seen a movie end on. Like, legitimately. Like, Really think about that. It is one of the weirdest and weirdest things to end on. Reb is walking away and starts reading that thing that they show at the end of movies that says like, um, like any similarities between people living or dead is like purely coincidental or like whatever. It's like that warning, right? Basically saying, yeah, yeah. if you claim this is your real life, which think about that. If you claim that this is your, <laughs> if this is based on you, it's not. It's it's purely coincidental. And but Reb, the character, his character is walking away, reading that, and but like putting in one liners into it too. And he says, uh, "Any any similarities between people living and dead, especially dead, is accidental. <laughs> yeah, accidental." One in a million, maybe. What does that even fucking mean? <laughs> it almost makes me think they did steal this story from somebody. <laughs> it sounds like they're mocking somebody whose story they stole. <laughs> and that's how it ends. He just walks away saying that. Fucking end of the movie. <laughs> fucking strike commando. Oh, Holy man. shit, dude. That blew my so fucking good. mind. Reading that fucking warning as he walks away. Oh, fucking weird as shit. Strike Commando has a great VHS cover too. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I would it's honestly, a I would honestly probably buy like a Blu-ray or VHS or something just to like display because that artwork is insane. Oh wait, is this the is this the movie that the artwork has like, dude? Is this the movie? I think it is. I put a note in it. Um. Fuck, one of these movie covers, I forget which one. Oh, I'm so mad. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. One of these movie covers, it was either it was either um, Strike Commando or Tough to Kill, um, has a bunch of people on the cover that, <laughs> that are not in the movie. <laughs> like, just actor. Yeah, Tough to Kill looks like... Tough to Kill looks like it has all the same actors on it. Um, so it must've been, it must've been, um, strike commando, ha- like all the actors on the cover are real actors, but that are not in the movie. Really? Yeah. Right, I'm trying to enlarge this. I, this fucking swallowest thing. I, I can't <laughs> Cause Rep Brown is up, up front and center. Yes. It looks like people in the movie. Dude. Fucking one of them, I swear to God, one of them, I don't even know where I read that. Oh, here it is. Um, oh, no, it's Tough to Kill. I'm sorry. Tough to Kill has people, everyone on the cover is a, is a, is a, is a real actor that was like famous at the time that was not in, <laughs> not in the movie. Can you imagine if that happened in America? Like we released a fucking movie and we just put a bunch of like people on it. <laughs> None of them were in the fucking movie. <laughs> I feel like we get arrested for that. <laughs> well, I'm trying to find. Once again, though, everything's fucking difficult. 
Dude, the Strike Commando Japanese cover is pretty tight, too. All these have great posts. There's so many alternate ones. Yeah. What? So that is that is Strike Commando. That is tough to kill. Um, let's do the. Uh, let's do our ranking here, man. So um, wh- I don't even know what we categorize this. Oh well, military movie, right? Because that was kind of our theme for this one. Military movie goes to Strike Commando. It goes to Strike Commando easily. Movie quality and plot. Uh, it has strike. to go strike commando. <laughs> it's a shame because plot could have gone to tough to kill. Plot could go to tough to kill for sure, for sure. But like quality, quality is not. A, it's not even a question. <laughs> not even a question. And strike commando's quality is not even that good. But it's not even a question. <laughs> um, enjoyment, replay value, no question. Strike commando and gore, no question. Fucking Maddie just cleaned up at the end. Clean Dude, sweep. Maddie, I was I was so scared Maddie was gonna lose after the third and week three, and I was like, "That's the end of that fucking thing." Um, but dude, he came back, man. That that is fucking incredible. I'm a true underdog story. That was fucking awesome. Fucking Rocky, baby. Rocky under the name Jaws. <laughs> Jaws 7, which is actually Rocky. Rocky (laughs) 4. Oh, my God. Um, Great, great time. I had a great time doing this. I did, too. I know some people didn't love it, but you know what? Uh, Deal with it, because this was a blast. And and exploring (laughs) these directors a little bit more. um, Like I said, I've been doing them for the uh, Cult Cinema Challenge. for the last few years and never really got to like appreciate them as much as when we did for the show. So, um, I'm like all on board on this, man. I I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And I'm excited. I'm, and I know you, I know what you're going to say, but I am excited for cruel jaws on Saturday. (laughs) I'm excited too. Uh, you know, cause I've seen strike commando before and I was not big on it. I've seen rats before and I wasn't big on it. I like them both infinitely more this time. Yeah. And so Cruel Jaws, we're going to do something new. Um, We are going to do, it's not going to be on YouTube. It's not going to be on Facebook. Although I might try to run it on our Facebook private page that we have for Patreon members, but probably not um, because it'll just get shut down. But um, we're going to do something new. We're going to do a watch along of Cruel Jaws. Um, Joe and I just kind of popping in every now and again to um, talk about what we just watched. Um, do some fun stuff in between, which I should probably start planning like tonight. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll definitely be a different setup. And then maybe we'll move to, um, I don't know, something else to do the, uh, like the, the hangout afterwards, you know, or maybe we could do it through there. I don't know. I don't know how I I, honestly like technically technology wise, it's going to be weird. Where are you streaming it on? Um, Uh, it's going to be through this system called crowdcast. Um, so I'll be able to do a link through it. Um, like I'll be able to sell tickets. I'll get that up tonight. Um, and send you guys the links, the like private ticket links or whatever. Um, but we're actually going to still be using the Streamyard software. Okay. Um, so for us, it won't change all that much. Um, but like, 
technically speaking. But until we like can start doing live shows together in person, um, like for the watch alongs, like this is, I th- we have to do it kind of in a weird makeshift way. And also because of the copyright thing. So, um, yeah. So it's going to be through Crowdcast, but for Patreon, it's going to be like totally integrated into Patreon. So you just click the link and like you normally do and you'll have access to that. I think there, you might have to enter a password to get in, but um, yeah. So join us for that. It's going to be super fun. I'm super excited. Probably have some technical issues, but we'll, we'll, we'll work through it together. Right. Maybe hop onto like YouTube or something to do our normal uh, after show thing. Um, and then, um, yeah, and that's it. Um, did I have anything else to say? Oh, did we want to rank all of these movies? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wait, let's save it for the live show. Let's save it for the live show. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Let's rank all of them, because I feel like we have to, like, think about it for a little bit. Okay. So let's save it for the live I mean, show. I mean, we're high on Maddie right now. Cruel Jaws might, might honestly give the point to... Damato without even having oh, a dog shit. in that fight. Oh, Watch Cruel Jaws but fuck you, Matt. <laughs> fuck you. We'll we'll have to give it a we'll have to give it yeah. Let's do it after uh let's do it after Cruel Jaws. Um so coming up, so we got the live show Saturday, like I said. Let me pull up my calendar because I've been working on this a little bit. It's not totally up to my standards, but I think this is what I, I'm I'm excited about what I've chosen. Um, so we'll be doing uncle Sam, which will push all these dates back a little bit, but Sean's summer camp is going to be starting after that daddy daycare. Um, here's, here's what I got. Here's what I got lined up for our summer extravaganza. Um, and I might change these card subject to change. You know what? We're starting. We know what we're going to kick this off with. I know what you did last summer. Didn't we do that for the show? No, we didn't, did we? No, we did like um, Urban Legends. Dude, we didn't do I Know What You Did Last Summer. If we did I Know What You Did Last Summer. Sure. <laughs> Dude, I'm, sure? I'm like 90% sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. We did it for Guilty Pleasures Week. Oh, did we? Whose Guilty Pleasure is that? Yours. <laughs> That's not true. Joe, I haven't seen this movie in fucking forever. Hold on, hold on. How do how do you how do I find out, dude? I'm I'm pretty sure, man. I'm pretty sure. All right, fans, message us. Let us know. No, no, and, no. I gotta know, I gotta know this now. Because we did oh. fucking urban legends. We never did. I know what you did last summer. Where's our homie Jay Hess's like f- fucking thing? Hold on. He did like I hate Wait, horror. It it might have it might have been my. <laughs> I don't think I watched it though. We did an episode on it, man. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Joe, well, Joe I haven't seen that movie in fucking forever. Hang on. Hang on. I know, because if it's not in my letterbox, we didn't do it. <clears throat> I logged everything religiously for the show in my letterbox. I, I'm telling you, we did it, man. I'm telling you. We did I'm not. I'm actually. That can't be true, man. Did we talk about? Did we make a Captain Gordon joke? What What is standing out to you? I never logged it in Letterbox. <laughs> what is standing out to me? Just Joe. the fact that we fucking did it. <laughs> Joe, I mean, I Joe, remember watching. I remember. Nev- I remember watching. 
Because I remember... Okay, what's standing out to me? I remember talking about Ryan Phillippe's comically oversized shirt. That guy wore the biggest fucking shirt I've ever seen in my entire life. I, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, are you sure we didn't do um, Gosford Park with him, Ryan Phillippe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm back to the Corey Taylor episode, so we're, we're getting back farther. I mean, if I, dude, I, I'm, if it's not on here, I, I'm just gonna go to bed because we did. I vividly remember talking about it at your, at your, your, your place of work. We did not talk about it. Hey, hey. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it was cruel intentions. Did we do cruel? Intentions? We did not do cruel intentions. I would, I would do cruel intentions. <laughs> All right, fine. It, it had to have been the Lincoln lawyer, probably. Um. Anyway, all right. Well, so this is like besides I'm the. Starting point. To, I'm, start, I'm, start, I'm starting to feel fucking weird because I, I don't see it. I'm, dude, Joe, we didn't do it, Joe. We've never done Joe, I don't think I've seen it since I was at my this, grandparents' house this, in Texas. Listen, this is the biggest Mandela effect I've ever experienced. I, I could fucking tell you talking about it, unless we did like a bonus episode or something. Alright, fans, shoot us a message. We didn't, but that's fine. It, Joe, here's what here's what happens, though. You, you and Tina, like, we do one movie and then you're like, hey, we're watching every 90s movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You probably watched it in conjunction with something else we watched. But why did we talk about Ryan Phillippe's shirt? You didn't. I didn't, never talked about we Ryan did. Phillippe's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I, I've never I've never heard of it. I'm not, I've never done a bit about Ryan Phillippe's comically large shirt. <laughs> This is the biggest man. I honestly feel weird. Like, I I can almost tell you where we were talking about it. Me, I don't know, man. I don't know. Alright, alright, well, continue on with your list, I guess. (laughs) Wait, let's see. Okay, so you reviewed it on Letterboxd. April 15th, 2016. So you could probably. Alright, so here we are. 2016. April 16th? A- A- April 15th, 2016. So what What episode. <laughs> Dude, fans must love. This is why people come to this show. <laughs> the loved ones and see no evil. To hear us talk about, argue about. Dates. And, but that was, okay, but. So you go to April. Uh, I wish there was a way to search by date, but uh, I don't think there uh, is. Fuck. I, this makes no sense. Um, anyway, so are I you? Guess we're doing uh, while you look, are you looking up our episodes around that yeah. period? Yeah, yeah, we didn't do it. We did, but we what did, did we do? No evil. We did see no evil. Then we did guilty pleasure week, killer clowns, and brain. So Man. you must be right. Like you, maybe you watched it for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Cause I remember, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's Maybe loss. we talked about loss. it in guilty pleasure week. I mean, the fact that guilty pleasure week falls on that date is insane. It's very weird. 
So we probably talked about it. You're probably right. <laughs> All right. Well, continue. I feel defeated. Guilty. Oh, I don't even know what Guilty Pleasures was, honestly. I didn't realize we chose movies for Guilty Pleasures. Brain Scan and Killer Clowns, which which I'm a fucking... I think Killer Clowns is my choice. Uh, there's nothing guilty about like Killer Clowns. But, um, yeah, I know. It's just... Uh, what, sorry, what is Sean's summer camp? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm uh, Now I'm looking at fucking episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Joe, I think your bit... I think your bit is in your letterbox review. You go off on his shirt. <laughs> you you have a whole paragraph dedicated to Ryan Phillippe's shirt in your letterbox review. I'm, Joe, I'm pretty sure we're talking about it. Joe, I feel like you like we're gonna do it for your guilty pleasure or something. You were like doing research and then you just used all your bits up on uh on letterbox. It's like your longest written review ever. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You got a whole fucking bit about his shirt. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if we could ever figure out if we ever did this movie. Anyway, that'll be that'll be the first one. The second one, the second one, which dude, I remember this VHS cover like it was yesterday. I remember it so vividly. Um, 1988 cheerleader camp. Ooh, okay. The cheerleader jumping up and down. Yeah, um, skeleton face. Skeleton face. Give me a K. Give me an I. Give me an L. Give me an L, baby. I think that movie sucks, if, I, if I'm not oh, mistaken. All right. Well, <laughs> Leaf Garrett's in it, so Tina's going to oh, fucking love Oh, no. That movie sucks. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. <laughs> all right. Card subject to change. <laughs> no, no. Let's do it. <laughs> Piranha. Okay. Piranha. That's that's Joe, Joe Dante's. Um. Uh. Piranha. Yes. But um. Uh. What you call it? Um. Produced by uh our buddy from from um. What, what was his fucking name? Um. He was just on uh. What you call it? I'm, I'm gonna have a fucking stroke. Um. He was just on the drive-in. Oh, Corman? Oh, wait, no. He didn't even produce it. I don't know what I'm saying. I thought Corman was involved in this. I guess not. Oh, Dick Miller is, though. And Joe Dante was like, oh, produced by Roger Corman. What the fuck? There you go. There you go. That's so weird. They don't have him. They have John Davison listed as the producer. Why did I watch Cheerleader Camp? 2018. <laughs> June 3rd, 2018. What the fuck? Do we do cheerleader camp? My review is just, my review is just, that guilty. fat guy's bare ass is so fucking big. It's For guilty pleasure week. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Corman did Piranha. Um, uh, Joe Dante, one of his, uh, you know, students, he was just on um, Joe Bob Briggs's thingy. What, what does he call his show? The last drive-in. The last drive-in. He was great. He was fucking great, Roger Corman. And I actually had chosen this before um, I had seen that. So it was uh, it was kind of cool. Kind of cool. Piranha. And then, I like the uh, choice. I like the choice. And then um, the what we're going to wrap it up there with, it, which, by the way, I think our live shows, we're going to switch to like every like five or six weeks rather than once a month. 
if that makes sense. Um, just to give us a little bit of a break. Um, then we'll do the new kids, which I, I like a lot. Wait, wait. Steve Miner directed it? Yeah. Lori Laughlin? Yeah. James Spader? Or no, 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 no. Wait. Wait, James Spader's in it, but Sean Cunning- Cunningham directed it. The, the, guy the did- other guy from, from Friday the 13th. Yeah, the guy from Friday the 13th. Laura Laughlin's in it, right? Yes. Dude, Sean, that movie that movie's honestly fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. That's a good choice. I yeah. like that. That's a good... A good not, not enough people uh, know that. James, James Spader is great as a villain. It's really fucking good. Um, I watched it a couple years ago. It's fucking great. So we're going to do that to wrap it up. And then our live show for our camp will be Sleepaway Camp, which we've still never done. I don't believe it, but yes. I know. I've said that to literally all like 47 people that have emailed me being like, can you please do Sleepaway Camp? And I was like, me and Joe have talked about this. I remember joking about the fucking pot of boiling water. Vividly, honestly, Whatever. The salt, my whole life's become a Mandela effect. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe's shirt. Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and that's it, guys. Um, so that's what that's what Listen, we got I, coming up. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask this. I know you don't like talking about trendy topics. This, this one's for the fans. I just want a, a brief answer from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would Batman? perform kind of like this oh i'm fine with talking about this listen um <laughs> would batman perform oh see actually i guess i've never really thought about the actual answer i want to say immediately pop in my head of course he does right like no 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 there's, there's no fucking way there's he no doesn't fucking he way. fucking doesn't there's, i don't think listen, he fucking does he doesn't first off first off he's a scumbag batman slash <laughs> true <laughs> and batman slash bruce wayne a billionaire do you think Bill Gates, do you think, uh, who's the other fucking billionaire? Oh. Warren Buffett <laughs> is, is eating pussy. No, they're not. They're fucking not. Uh, Bezos, he's not going down to anybody. So Here's the thing. They all used I, I don't to. Before they became billionaires. Right. Now, I feel like, I feel like they feel like they're above it. They're, they're fucking snobs and they're idiots. They're snobs. Yeah, yeah. Let's make that clear. This isn't about like they're they're too good for it. Like they're dumb fucks. Like they're missing correct, out. Correct, they're correct. missing out. And, <laughs> and they're yes. fucking assholes. And they're just also self-absorbed narcissists. Agreed. 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 They, they, they would feel like they're they're above it. Like yes. they shouldn't have. They, 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 they would be taking the DJ college yeah yes and then exactly. using hundred dollar bills to, to wipe up the, as their cum rags but also batman is too tactical he's gonna get caught lacking with his head between somebody's fucking legs he's not he's not he's not he's not going to you know allow that i'm gonna be honest to- i don't think batman fucks either if he does his doggy style so, so he has the peripheral vision I don't, Otherwise, think, I don't think he even gives a shit. I think he's like, he's like angrily well, masturbating in the shower and like, that's it. Like, I kind of believe, I, I kind of agree. Cause like Bruce, Bruce Wayne's supposed to be a playboy, but he's never fucking, he's just always like at parties. <laughs> he's just, he's always so angry and sad. Just like, <laughs> fucking but, but, ripping them out. Th- in the there are. <laughs> okay. Th- that's another thing. Alfred, is, dude, how can you go down on somebody or, or even get laid when fucking Alfred's up your ass every two seconds? But <laughs> literally walks into the room every fucking five minutes. 
And everything is on camera, which which Alfred fucking watches. <laughs> More likely, Batman has a wet nurse that he sucks her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree. I'd agree. <laughs> now, Nightwing goes down on girls. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Not, not a question. But th- there's there's you know alternate universes so I just want to real quick before we wrap up this episode go through one by one Michael Keaton is he going down on Michael Keaton Batman is he going absolutely. down on absolutely yeah. absolutely I don't think he is I don't no, think he is he absolutely is dude he's think, humble pie he baby he's humble he's pie he's not humble pie he fucking kills people he's a fucking murderer <laughs> I don't think he is he's a fucking idiot and, and that Alfred dude that Alfred is up his ass almost more than the Christian that, Alfred that fucking uh, ghoul <laughs> that fucking ghoul <laughs> coming hanging in, around coming in talking about Batman he looks like Zachary. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the fucking ghoul. Yeah, coming in and talking about mashed potatoes. Whatever he fucking talks about whenever he enters that room. I don't think he's doing it. I don't think he's doing it. I'm sure my neighbors love this conversation. Um, <laughs> Alright, so, so I'm saying no for Keen. Uh, who's after Keen? Val Kilmer. Dude, Val Kilmer, a thousand percent. That right. Well, didn't he get throat cancer from going down on someone? That that was Michael Douglas. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the other thing. Bruce Wayne is too smart. You know, Bruce, Bruce Wayne is not going to subject himself to cancer, right? So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's he he. That's why I'm saying I think he's just like jerking off like a fiend. Like I think he's just like, yeah. and maybe not even like a fiend Good for your like, prostate. You know, I feel like he's just like holding it in till the last minute and like oh, he edges. <laughs> Oh my God. The, the Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer is Bruce Wayne. I, I would say yes. Clooney's not a chance. Not a fucking chance. Clooney's definitely not. Clooney's definitely not. I'm split on Kilmer. I could see it going either way, but yeah, I, I'd probably lean towards yes. What about uh, Christian Bale's? Mm, that guy's an edge lord. That guy's fucking. That yeah, guy's... Just, just, no way. No way. That guy's going down at anybody. That guy's, not, that guy's not fucking that guy's not doing anything no no <laughs> he's fucking growling into a fucking giant <laughs> swear to me uh who else was bad oh Affleck uh, I feel like he's not man Yo, I feel like he's not doing it Affleck's a freak, though. Affleck's eating butt. I feel like <laughs> Batman. Batman. Uh, he's he's Affleck himself. Batman. Sure, dude, yeah, dude. He's a fucking mope, dude. He spends all his time watching surveillance. Can't. I, I I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I guess you're right. I feel like he's got like ED though. Like he's he's got like a, a, a erectile dysfunction. He's. <laughs> you might be right. I feel like he doesn't even get it up. He's just like whatever. He's just like cool with like Wonder Woman being his pal, and he's just like oh you know. Oh, great. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. He ain't even chasing it. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, we haven't seen it yet. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And then the final one, uh, Adam West. <laughs> I'm so glad you saved him for last. Um, Adam West does. Well. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. That guy's a fucking goofball. <laughs> he is a fucking goofball. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, which is crazy because his Batman is goofy, but his Bruce Wayne is even like ten times goofier. He's <laughs> even goofier. It's even good. I don't see it happening. Not even a Playboy. He's just like <laughs> fucking dull. Oh, hello there. 
Bruce Wayne, millionaire. This this is my child that I hang around with. <laughs> my dopey kid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> which which Alfred? <laughs> Dude, people. No wonder. Every, like, I don't want to say everyone hates us. We have so many wonderful fans, but no wonder for the hate we get. Which Alfred would you rather? Would you rather fuck in front of? <laughs> <laughs> probably Michael Caine probably Michael Caine it's absolutely Michael Caine is the only one he's the only one I'd fuck with in front of him cause he'd just be like alright like get this over with he doesn't want to be there I don't want to be there the other one the other fucking freak shows would just be like disturbing sitting in the corner being like yes Master Bruce <laughs> That fucking ghoul one. That's so funny. Call that guy a ghoul. <laughs> Dude, he was like a thousand years old. <laughs> yeah, the evolution of Alfred is pretty good. Like, at one point, they, they had who? Like, Sean Bean as Alfred. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. He was like oh. fucking jacked. <laughs> um, Alright, well, that was a good question, man. Thank you for uh, for asking that. So stupid. <laughs> oh man. Um what else? Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, good. Good show. Good show. Good show. So next week, um probably taking it off. We will be doing though a live show this Saturday. Cruel Jaws. Tune in. Um head over to IHateHorror.com. Uh, to get your tickets. Hopefully, I'll have that link up by the time this episode drops. And um, I guess we should also let people know, stay tuned um, for to the website and our Instagram. We're going to let, um, we're going to, I think we're going to be opening up the Discord to the uh, general public. Nice. I think that's, I think that's what we should do. Um, Sounds bring, good. bring in some people. Um, you know, we'd, we'd gotten some, uh, some, um, uh, uh, less than stellar reviews about our, our discord. Um, and I think it would be good to just open it up to all of the fans with some very specific, like Patreon, um, exclusives within the discord, but open up the general talk to, uh, you know, all of the fans, bring them all in. Um, have a good time and talk about things that you love. Yeah, do that, right? Bring in some fresh blood, fresh meat. Sounds good to me. Oh, by the way, my other idea for the next episodes after the summer thing was uh, doing mockbusters versus their blockbuster counterpart. Okay. Um, I I got I wrote two down and then I was like I fucking hate this I hate everything about this but um. It was Ghost Hunters versus Ghostbusters 2016. Okay. Yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> and then Paranormal Entity versus Paranormal Activity, which everyone is like. By the way, Paranormal Entity is like much better than Paranormal Activity, <laughs> which is crazy. And I kind of want to watch it now. So I would do that one. Um, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Uh, all the other ones, Joe, were so fucking awful. I looked at the names and I was like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, this is <laughs> they're all fucking terrible. Those were the best of the best, like, matchups that I saw that I was like, we could do that. 
Um, and that that's rough. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's all I got. All right, Joe. Um, we're at facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com and Instagram at I hate horror. And Joe, where can they find you? Instagram boognish 1985. That's it guys. Thank you, Joe, so much for doing the show as always. And, um, Thank you all for listening in and all of our Patreon members and all of your donations. We appreciate all of you. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.